much for joining us for episode 004 of The Pursuit, the official podcast of the Tarleton Wesley Foundation, where we talk about all things that are the life of college students. Some of our topics are going to cover things specific to Tarleton, but a lot of it won't. Uh, through the episodes of this podcast, we're going to talk about questions of theology that may come up with our students, topics of deconstruction and even reconstruction, video games, books, movies, current events, but most likely just a whole lot of nonsense. Thank you for joining us. I'm Reverend Corey Moses, pastor and director of the, the Wesley Foundation at Tarleton State University, and I'm excited to jump into this podcast with you all. Each week, we'll have a guest host joining us on the podcast to help lead us in our topic of the day. Some will be from our board of directors. Some will be clergy, friends, and colleagues across our conference. Some will be Tarleton faculty or staff. And on occasion, we'll get the chance to hear from some of our student leaders, like today. With me today is the God-tier Fortnite player, Matthew Aquino. And for the second time, the bright future of law enforcement, Mr. Brett Ross. Matt, welcome to The Pursuit. Brett, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having us, Corey. (laughs) Glad to be here. Yeah. So before we jump in, I'd like to give our listeners an opportunity to kind of get to know me and get to know our guests a little better. And especially if there are student leaders like you guys, I want them to hear from you. So, uh, Matthew, who are you and why are you here? All right. Uh, yeah. I'm Matthew Aquino. <laughs> I've been uh, working here. Or I guess maybe not working. I've been coming here for the past five years, been on leadership team for that long. Uh, yeah. Um, didn't expect to be at Tarleton for this long, but I still love every bit of it. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. If you have a fear of blood, you can't really do nursing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that yeah. is a thing, yeah. But, yeah, uh, when I had switched majors to psychology, so now I'm a senior psychology major. Hopefully going to graduate sometime soon. Good. But, uh, yeah, basically one of the reasons why I come here is because, because I love the Wesley. And what do you love about the Wesley? Uh, just really the community that we've built. Yeah. Because um, I guess coming out of college, I really wanted to figure out, like, you know, I wanted to find my own voice and learn, like, more about myself. And I thought, you know what? I need a good home, like a good church home to go yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, walking through the Wesley's doors is probably one of the best decisions I've made in my college years. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, we've been, and I talked about on, on episode one of this podcast that, you know, that's that's part of being in college is... You know, so many students, they, they come to college and they think, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be a part of this group and I'm going to do this. And, and sometimes that lines up great. Sometimes it doesn't. And so my encouragement to all students is try it all and find where you fit. Because you've tried several different campus ministries before landing at the Wesley. Oh, we yeah. have students that have said, I'm going to come be a part of the Wesley. And they got here and they thought, well, there's also this other group. Great. Go to that other group. Just find your place. Find where you get plugged in. So that's great. Thank you. Thank you. So what brings you around this neighborhood, Brett? <laughs> oh, man. No, we're cutting that one out. That's, that one sounds really bad. No. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, you know, one of the important things about the Wesley is uh, we we want our people to authentically be themselves. <laughs> um, as awkward as uncomfortable as that may make it sometimes, if that's how if if that is how you want to ask Brett who are you and why are you here, then we're gonna leave it in. So apparently Brett, what brings you around these parts? Certainly one of the ways of all time to ask uh, who are you and why are you here? But uh, uh, my name is Brett Ross. I am the Tarleton Wesley president, um, filling the small shoes of uh, Matthew Alkino. Uh, Eight and a half is about small. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. Uh, no, uh-huh. I kind of explained it in the last uh, episode of why I'm here. I uh, just kind of found my home here. I've known Corey for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yes. I and, remember uh, little middle school Brett. Oh, yeah. My little bowl cut. Yes. <laughs> the bowl cut. The bowl cut. Yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, these two said that they were doing a podcast, and they're like, hey, you want to join? So I said, yeah, sure. I liked it last time. So Yeah, you, you were moving into your apartment this morning here in Stephenville yes. and just texted our group and said, anyone want to go to Cold Smoke? And I said, well, that's funny you should say that. <laughs> because me and Matthew are at Cold Smoke. There. Talking about the podcast, you should join us. And here we are. Out. Yeah, I love that. And here we are. 
So each week, well, not each week, but several weeks, you know, I've got these these pod decks, these cards, and and uh, I think they're just a lot of fun to just kind of lighten the mood, and you know, so we have we have four options. We have Would You Rather, we have the Interview Deck, and Interview Deck Second Edition, and then we have What the Heck, and so I'm going to invite you to just pick a deck, and I'll draw a card, or somebody will draw a card, and we'll read it. So Matthew, which one? All right, I love card games. Uh, let's do this one. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Ooh, definitely my voice. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your voice? Uh, I just feel like it sounds nasally, you know? Like, you ever watch Family Guy and you hear, like, <laughs> Lois's voice? Like, that that's how I hear it. I just feel like, Peter. <laughs> The horse is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So like, if I could change it, then it would definitely be my voice. So, are you trying to talk deeper today to make up for it? <laughs> Honestly, like, I'm also fighting back against that because I know I can definitely speak deeper like this. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm trying to be authentic in this. Ah. I hate hearing my own voice on a recording. He said into a microphone. Yeah. On a podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh man. All right, Brett. What about you? Let's do the uh, would you rather. Would you rather. Ah, here's a good one. Would you rather accidentally laugh loudly at a funeral or fart while giving a speech at a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> the funeral, man. I'd rather laugh. Really? Yes, yes. Um, but the wedding is like around your friends and family and people that know you and like... For some people, it might not be that unexpected for them to fart in a wedding. Well, I don't know, man. There's a lot of people. For instance, at my brother's wedding, there's a ton of people. And I don't want to just <laughs> rip one up there on mic to where you get the reverb. Here's and, my speech for you. For, yeah, you just oh like God. you hear the echo throughout the entire hall. <laughs> you can fill the bass in yeah, the chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, how do you recover from that? You just can't. You so, may as well jump in the casket, too. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so so have you ever laughed at a funeral? I almost did. Oh, no. <laughs> Do tell. At uh, uh, Recently, as in last year, a member of my family had tragically passed away. It was more of a bittersweet kind of funeral because uh, she had Alzheimer's. Yeah. So um, if any of you know, then you know how it is having somebody in your family yeah. with that. Yeah, it's hard. Um. But so we had gone to the cemetery because she wanted to be buried, and we went to the cemetery out in West Texas, and um, me and my older brother and his wife were kind of walking around. We were just kind of talking, killing time while everything got set up, and uh, we look up, and there is a... (laughs) There's a large sign for a... Would you call it a gentleman's club? <laughs> I don't know. It was a strip yeah, club. Gentleman's club. Strip club, yeah. Let's, let's call it what it is. And yeah. It was called like Cheetahs or in something. In layman's terms. In layman's terms. And it, it was like Cheetahs or something. And then, I don't cheetahs. know. Like, my older brother and his wife kept making jokes about it the whole time. And I had, uh, it was, I was really close <laughs> until just like cracking up and. That's hilarious. I could just imagine the leopard print. <laughs> it was, dude. Leopard. That thing has probably been up there for oh, ten no, or fifteen years. And <laughs> you could tell just by the sign that the inside of that place stinks of cigarettes. Oh, and no. uh, probably the carpet in there is just dirty. You think they have a breakfast buffet? A steak? <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably got some Marlboro Reds waiting next to it too. <laughs> uh. All right, so for me... <laughs> Serve the lunch with the back of Marlboro Red. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, you know, oh. I like the what the heck cards. Let's go what the heck. So when do you guys draw a card for me? All right. Ooh. Okay. Would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? Man. My, like, my heart says Yes. But my brain says, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So have you ever done it before? No? Um, no. I mean, I have stopped on the side of the road to help stranded motorists before. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, different. But it is different. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, 
right. my car is not very big, and so yeah. um, I don't know. It, it's a shame, and this this you know this is a this is turning to a serious conversation, but it, it's a shame that this is where our world has gotten mm-hmm. that we are fearful to help one another because of horror stories that we've all heard, right? Um, it, but it is like that. Uh, there's a joke about that, right? Where this person picks up a, a hitchhiker, and the hitchhiker's like, oh, I'm glad you stopped. It's, you know, most people wouldn't stop to help me because they're afraid that I'd be a serial killer or something. And then the driver goes, well, that'd be weird to have two serial killers in the same car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, uh, I mean... No, I probably wouldn't. I, I really, I, it really makes me sad that that'd be my answer. But uh, I would be more inclined to if I were by myself versus when I have my family yeah, with me. Definitely. But but no, I, I probably would not. Yeah. Pick up. I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I me. Just, oh, oh, go no. ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, I was just watching like that uh, Dahmer documentary. Oh and, man! Yeah, that. Yeah, after watching that, I probably wouldn't pick up hitchhikers too, <laughs> or be picked up. <laughs> just want to take some pictures. <laughs> just want to take some pictures. <laughs> no, just after after the things that I've seen and uh, things that I've read and going into law enforcement, uh, it's yeah, li- it's like, just not smart. Basically, like what you said, my heart says, "Yeah, that person needs help. I should help them." But my mind says, you don't, you don't know what that person's going through, what they have on them, what their intentions are, sure, and all this other stuff. And like you said, maybe I'd be a little more inclined if I was alone, but if I had somebody else in the car with yeah. me, absolutely not. Well, and if, if it's like in town, like yeah. out in the middle of the highway, that's different. But yeah. like in if town, you, you can call local law enforcement yeah. and say, hey, this person needs a ride. But that's if you're out on the highway, then... <clears throat> Maybe yeah, DPS or something. I mean, I, I can remember working in churches, and you know, we'd have transients come through. Hey, mm-hmm. I need a ride to the doctor. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we have a policy. Can't do yeah. that because you just you they just can call you a shuttle. Right? But, um, but yeah. All right, let's do one more round of the cards, Matthew. Which one? All right, let's. Uh, I'm really liking this one. Let's do this one again. Okay. If you could ask one person one question and they had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? So we're talking about anybody in the world? Or anybody, this anything. <laughs> anybody, anything. Oof. You know what? I'll be honest. If I could ask God a question, it would oh. be, why did he make spiders the way they are? <laughs> Because, like, there is no way. Why do they like, need eight legs? <laughs> exactly. Why do they need, and 48 eyes. Why do they need Jeez. eight uh. legs and 48 <laughs> eyes? Like, Australia? No, we need to wipe no. that place off. Let's, <laughs> let's, ask, let's so ask the real question. Yes. What ecosystem in the world would cease to survive without spiders in it? <laughs> well, you don't like wasps, right? I don't like wasps either. Spiders kill wasps. But we also have like wasp spray. I don't really see like a thing for like Dude. spider killers. Dude, have you seen how wasp spray works? Yes. It is horrifying. Like, have you Wait. read how it works? Wait, read how it works? No, no. It is absolutely terrifying. We're totally getting off topic. No, I'm go sorry, for it. But, go for it. But a, so you know, you spray the stuff. It's kind of foamy, so it sticks to their wings and stuff, so they can't fly. Yeah. But what it does is it like seeps into them. And it like severs their nerve stem. Holy cow! Jeez. So it it is, and you know it it soaks into the nest. So the ones that are out when they come back, they get hit by it too. Jeez. So it's just wasp spray is like scary. It's like imagine if they had that for humans. Like they just spray you and you just slump over. And you know what? Right now, when this episode is published, my wife is going to listen to this and she's going to come home. Katie, I know you're listening and I know you're going to come home and you're going to say we're not using wasp spray anymore because it's inhumane. Listen, <laughs> they me. made a spider spray. <laughs> they and did. It's called shoes. <laughs> of course it's not inhumane. They're insects. Uh, yes. <laughs> Do insects have souls? I don't know. Maybe that's a topic for a podcast. I don't know, podcast. man. <laughs> but they sting me, and they're mean. <laughs> so therefore, they forfeit their right to live. Have you watched that Cody Pearson guy? Yes, I oh have. Oh, my gosh. I do not. I mean, 
I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't get it. Well, the thing is, is he goes off of there's a there's a book of this guy in the 1800s that basically like did what he's doing right oh, now. Oh, really? And he's just doing an updated version of it. But I read so the uh, like at the very bottom of the list is like an ant bite, right? Yeah. Not like a fire ant bite, right? Like that, just regular that, ant. Yeah, bite. just a regular ant bite. I mean, it's itchy for a little bit, and then you're okay. And then at the very top is like a bullet ant. Or which is supposedly supposed to feel like you got shot, or a uh, tarantula hawk, which actually live here in Texas, yeah. mind you. Um, those are scary too. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, and how they how they reproduce and stuff—that's horrifying. But anyway, but on the three list is the paper wasp, which are like the common wasp that hang out, Mm-mm. you know, Mm-mm. everywhere. So they are. Demon Three the on the list, they so they're right in the middle of like pain. <clears throat> so. so there's an episode because uh, it's not just insects and bugs that he gets bitten by. He did one of plants recently. I think. Well, Annie did one where he gets bit by like a uh, like huge snapping turtle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's just that's insane. That and he got he like shoved his hand onto like a, a lionfish. Have you seen mm, that? Yes, I saw that one. That one is that man's got uh got a lot more uh courage than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not, you know, stick my hand in a Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, I'll I'll pass yeah, on that. No one. thanks. Um all right, Brett, what about you? One more for you. All right, uh let's go uh let's do let's do what the heck. I'm going to draw from the middle of the deck for you. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. And spicy. <laughs> Here we go. We're getting a, a, a picture into Brett's childhood bedroom. Ooh. When what? You, when you were a kid, did you have any posters on your wall? If so, what? No, but... No posters. Okay. So, well, when you say kid, <clears throat> describe, like, what age group? I don't know, like, when you were living at home. I guess. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. I have a. I actually just put another poster up a while ago. Not a while ago. It was like last week. But I had, and I had two posters. Just two. Uh, one of them was a was a drawing by an independent artist from uh, that I got from a Comic Con event in Dallas in 2013. Oh, okay. I think I actually got both of those posters. the The picture is an uh, it is an Alien versus Predator Ooh. thing. So there, uh, I wish I had a I have a photo of it somewhere on my phone. I'll show it to y'all later. But it's like the the Xenomorph is swiping at the Predator, and there's like uh, it's it's in black and white, but there's a green color of the blood for both of them. Oh, very it's nice. Kinda, it's really cool, and. Uh, I don't remember how much it was, but the other one was the other poster that I got there was a. Uh, it's just a traditional. It's a Destiny poster. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of y'all ever played Destiny. I tried. Yeah. Um, um, I the, tried. It was the, from the first one. It's just a, a picture of the uh, the fallen, one of the enemies, and it's uh, it looks pretty cool. But cool. Uh, that's it. And then recently, I just put up a uh, a poster of a. A, uh, a film that I watched recently, it was a, uh, it's called uh, Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll watch that. So. It's an anime for those of you that don't know. Yeah. It's a, uh, but yeah, I put up a poster of that, so. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So for me, um, let's do some Would You Rather. You want to go, Matthew? The red one, yeah. Sure thing. Hmm. Would you rather your voice sound like Gilbert Gottfried or <laughs> Fran Drescher? Oh, Lord. Did I even pronounce that right? Yeah, you did. So. Okay. okay. Didn't Gilbert Gottfried just pass away recently? I, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Both of those are terrible options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk about Lois Griffin's voice. That's Fran Drescher. Really? Yes. I mean, not not she didn't do the voice. No, I know, but just her like, voice yeah. is as nasally and abrasive as Lois's from mm. the Family Guy. Um, I think okay. I, here's what I think. 
I think I would probably go with Fran Drescher because she's playing a character with that voice. She can turn it off. Mm. So I think that's wasn't that Gilbert Godfrey's like normal voice? Yes. Yeah. Is, I think I would go with Fran Dresser so I could turn it off. <laughs> so you can turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so I'm really looking forward to to getting into our topic of the day. But before we do, I like for us each episode to talk about our spare time. What are we doing when we're not studying, working, you know, doing the things that we have to do? So let's start with you, Matthew. Why don't you take a minute and tell us, is it something you're reading? I know you're into video games. Are you playing video games? Are you watching a movie, an anime? What, what is it you're doing in your spare time? Okay. So, uh, yeah, lately I've just been really into Fallout New Vegas. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. Fallout, man. Because, like, uh, I guess, like, during my spare time, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just go on YouTube and watch video essays yeah. on, like, why games oh, are yeah. great or why they're bad, like, that kind of deal. And I saw Fallout New Vegas, so I was like, you know what? I haven't played this since I was literally in high school, so, like, let me try yeah. it again. And Who'd like, you side with, Matthew? Who'd I side with? Who'd you side with? Ooh, Who'd you side myself. With? Independent. Yeah! Yes, man! That's what I'm talking about. Because I sat there and I was like, you know what? Like, the government's already bad in this game. Like, the NCR doesn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah, so, because they are, so between three, New Vegas, and four, they all kind of run together. But New Vegas, that's the one where, like, as you're traveling around, you have to dress like the different gangs to blend in, right? You can. You You don't have to, but But yes. It it works better for you if you do. Kind yeah, of because yeah. they won't attack you if you just walk through their camp. Yeah, kind of thing. or yeah. It's like you know, if you're just neutral with them, they won't. I mean, it's kind of a. I know that with the uh, the NCR uniform, you can get into Vegas by sneaking in. Yeah. Uh, through the monorail. Oh yeah, and that's the one at the end. You have to make a choice of how you're going to deal with Cesar. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can either take him out or you can do a lot of things. And actually. that's the one with. Um, Hoover Dam? Yes. Is that right? mm-hmm. Yes. So basically what I did throughout my whole playthrough is I acted like I was on every side's like you side, all sides. right? Exactly. So I can get through all the quests cuz again like the game is just littered with amazing quests. Like oh, yeah. even the really smallest well ones. Written, man. Did exactly. You, did you play through the DLCs? Uh, I only got to play through Dead Money, not Dead the rest okay. of them, but Dead okay. Money is honestly really good. I really love Dead Money. It's just uh, I don't know. If, have you watched that video essay on the all the DLC? Not on all the DLC, but I did. I did start. I think we're talking about the same one. I started it last night and then okay. I fell asleep at three a.m. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. If I was to rank the DLCs, I I would honestly. I don't know if you played Old World Blues, but that one is my favorite DLC. Out of Very all cool. Of them. Okay. And it's it's just silly. It's goofy, and it's like an it's it's based around like an old. Like nineteen fifties, sixties, like monster movie, or like science fiction film. It's just, it's funny. You'll think it's hilarious. All right, I'll go ahead and add that one to the list. Yeah. But yeah, basically, I've just been really been playing that game just because normally, I, whenever I play RPGs, I try to be like the nice guy, you know, does everything <laughs> right, and all that kind of stuff. But this time, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make all my decisions based on like my first like thought, like you yeah. know, just on impulse. It's mm-hmm. like. Do I like this guy? Do I want this guy to live? Do I want this faction to live? No. So I blew up the Brotherhood of Steel. <laughs> Wait, how, how did you get in? Did you use Veronica to get in, or did you just? No, I went through all their quests, did all <laughs> like that, you made the bomb collar on you. Yeah, that's reason enough. <laughs> and they're sitting there, it's like, wow, you are idolizing the Brotherhood of Steel. Great. Let me get the self destruct code. Yeah, you're gonna get all the keys. <laughs> so then you get a fat boy and just. Nuke the place? <laughs> no, I made them self-destruct. Yeah, you, like I sat there, I saved the game. I pickpocket. I had to pickpocket each one of the head people like, oh seven times. But yeah, I, I blew them up sky high. I'm dying right yeah. now. That's funny, man. Oh. All right, so moral of that lesson is stay on Matthew's good side. <laughs> uh, wow. So Brett, what have you been up to lately? Uh, well, recently in the video game world, I have been playing through the Fable series. Fable, Ooh, yes. An old but a classic. Yeah. Well, I've just kind of been on like a fantasy RPG kick. I like it. I, I like it. not really sure why, but I just, I kind of played through Skyrim a little bit. I was like, you know, I just, I play Skyrim so much. I want to try something new. So I went into Fable and I've been playing through that. I've been having a lot of fun with it. 
And uh, yeah, because it's kind of quirky, right? It's just it's goofy. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a really goofy game. Like it's just silly. It's especially silly. with those like big like uh, face gates, like the gates. Oh with yeah, big the, faces the demon and doors or yeah. whatever. And they like one of them. I read on how to how to open it because you got to do something for the door to open, and behind it has like really good items or something. Yeah, and uh, they they just have the weirdest things that they want you to do. Like one of them wants uh wants you to do like pet like uh, tricks with your dog for it to open, <laughs> and then another one like you go up to it and it's like oh get away from me I'm so weird and stuff and you like stay there for a while, and it's got the like you need to I, I looked up the IGN thing on how to get into it and you have to like feed the door cheese and, and dress up cheese. in like a maid outfit or something yeah. for it to open so fables out there man oh yeah it's it's a strange game but I, i'm enjoying it and uh for the reading side i didn't tell you all this because i wanted to uh, to keep it from y'all because i'm evil we're getting, but we're getting first-hand insider information i have it was yesterday i bought <clears throat> All issues of the Walking Dead comics. Oh, nice! Really? Yeah, I've read them. They're great. Yeah, I uh, I got all the 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 bundles or whatever. There's four like bundles. Yeah. that have all issues one. Are they hardback? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The issues one through 196. Yeah, you're gonna be amazed at how different. different. Yeah. And some of it's subtle differences, some of it's not. <laughs> yeah, some of it's like I know the, the character Carol. Yeah, she, very very different. In the yeah, book. in the in the show, Daryl's not in. Daryl's not in there at all. No. Yeah, really. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Carol's just weird in the comics, dude. She's yeah. Really well, weird. and then they they kind of they have this like weird like romantic relationship between Carol and Rick. I or think. She, she's like hitting on him, and he's yeah. like, "No, get away from me." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then like she. She's just talking weird stuff, and then, like, I think it's during the prison. Yeah. Like, they go up. She walks up to a walker that they had tied up for research purposes, and she just, like, puts her neck up to it and, like, offs herself. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, so. It's wild. Sorry for the spoilers if you're listening and you were going to read that. But, well, uh, it came out in, like, 2003. That's true. So, so true. You're a little late to the party. <laughs> that's but, yeah, true. that's uh, that's... That's me. How about you, Corey? What have you been up to? You know, I'm I'm still cranking through Immortals, mm-hmm. Phoenix Rising. That game is it's just it's it's so much fun and it's such a big game. And I think I talked about it on the last episode, you know, I'm I'm kind of slow on the pickup with new games. Yeah. So like the first time I play through a new game, it's kind of like just kind of like going through the motions, soaking in the story, mm-hmm. upgrading as much as I can. But this time like I kind of know Know I know what to coming. do, so so I kind of know where to go to get some good loot. Yeah, I'm paying closer attention to using my potions mm-hmm. and upgrading my armor and weapons for specific scenarios, um, and and so it's going a little better. I, I'm at the point where I'm I'm at the as far as the story goes, I'm second to the last oh, boss. Okay, but uh, I'm not ready for that yet. So now, I want to finish upgrading. Just. A question with the with that game is it like is it one of those where you beat the last boss and the game's over or is it like you can keep going around? Yeah, the world? so n- no, yeah, yeah. You you beat the boss and and so when you when you go and fight Typhon, the final boss, mm-hmm. they tell you like there's a special save point created. Oh, okay, oh. kind of like how Cyberpunk and yeah. Fallout after you mm-hmm. after you finish defeating Typhon, you can still go back to this save mm-hmm. point. It's the same on Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. The frustration, though, is like I would want to go back to that point in the reality that this boss is now gone and everything is fixed. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, Like I don't want to defeat Typhon and then still have to go fight his goons and monsters all over the map. Yeah. So, so I'm kind of like just kind of grinding through. Doing doing these challenges and these vaults and these things to upgrade my because I want to my goal is to get everything upgraded mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I progress, um, and it's, it's just a, it's just a really good story. So in this story, Typhon has has taken over and captured all of uh, all the main Greek gods and goddesses: Hephaestus, Athena, um, Apollo, and um, the, the goddess of love. Um, 
no, Ares. Ares, Athena, Hephaestus, and, and one other. And, and he's captured them mm -hmm. and, and spread his calamity, if you will, yeah. through the whole land. And, and so you have to go and, and, first of all, free the Greek gods and goddesses, these four Greek gods and mm -hmm. goddesses. And then, um, and so Zeus is telling the story. Zeus is in captivity, and he's telling the story. And Phoenix is a demigod, brother or sister, however you create yeah. your character, of, of Ligurian, who is the son of Zeus. And, uh, and Phoenix is the only one that has not been captured. Mm. And mm. so he, it's up to Phoenix to, you know, grow in strength and power and abilities and save the world. Mm -hmm. And but the but but as you get through the story, you find that it's it's really kind of the story of of Zeus as a father wanting to wanting to sanitize parts of his story that he didn't like. Mm -hmm. And there's a point where he comes to he finally hears one of his children describing the kind of father that he was mm -hmm. and and he just, in, in the cutscene, he just says, I thought I was doing the best for them. And so it's just, it's just really, I, it, it, the gameplay is a lot of fun, but yeah. man, the story is just really, really, yeah. really great. So, and as far as watching, um, I just started watching a new show on HBO Max yesterday. Well, Max now, just but Max. Yeah, <laughs> it is Max. It's like Twitter's X now. It's not Twitter. It's uh, X. It's such a bad design. Um, <laughs> it's called Lovecraft Country. And it's really? kind of like science fiction monsters kind of mm -hmm. thing in the in the vein of Lovecraft, the yeah. author. Um, unfortunately, there's only one season of it, and then they cancel it. But oh. but it's it the first episode was really good. Mm. So anyway, mm. that is that. All right, so now we've got all that stuff out of the way. It's time to jump into today's topic of the day. And, and with Matthew and Brett here, I want to just open up to, your, to hear your thoughts as well. Matthew, you, you, we talked about earlier, you've been with us for a while here at the Wesley. Uh, and and I, listen, we, we've talked about this. I have seen you grow so much from that incredibly introverted one-word yeah. answers, nod heads, and a job interview to, to now somebody that, that is asking me, when can I go stand in front of a church and tell my story? And not only that, somebody that's even uh, even contemplating maybe ordained ministry maybe in your future. And so I just, uh, I'm just so humbled and excited to see how much you've grown and to see where you go, even as now you're, you're progressing into, into some more leadership positions at Glen Lake Camp, where you've been serving the past few weeks. No, oh, past few years. Sorry, excuse me. Past few <laughs> years. I mean, you have been past few weeks, but yeah. Um, and so we we were talking briefly beforehand as we were getting into this episode. And every time I bring people on, I, I say, "Well, what what would you like for us to talk about?" Because I, I want I want to hear from you, right? People people at the West they hear from me all the time, and so so I want to hear from you. And and so we talked about this topic of the day, and you kind of had this burning question in your mind or this burning idea that, that you thought maybe there's other people that are feeling the same way and this would be helpful. So Matthew, take it away. What is your burning question? Sure thing. So, uh, yeah, well, we were, you know, gaming our little discord and you asked me the question. I was like, the very first thing that popped in my head was being good enough. Okay. Because, um, I know as like, you know, growing up, especially like growing up from, uh, you know, being a shy little freshman to what I am today, uh, I struggle with that question a lot. Like, am I good enough for anything, really? Okay, so, so the, when, you say, when you say good enough, right, there's, there's kind of two avenues of this conversation. One, one is kind of the attitude of quality of production, right? Like the things that you do, are they the best that you can put forward? And, and this idea that good is the enemy of great. Like if something's good and we're happy with it being good, then it's never going to be great because we're going to stop it good. There's that aspect, but there's also kind of this, 
this reality of this inferiority complex, this imposter syndrome that says I'm kind of living somebody's life because I'm not really qualified to be here, that sort of thing. So, so kind of flesh that out for me a little bit. Yeah, sure thing. So, um, I guess I've worked a lot of jobs in my 23 years of life. A lot All of 23 years. Yes. I know it sounds like a lot. But, like, yeah, I've worked a lot of jobs. A lot of times they were seasonal because, again, I am a college student. So I had to find sure. jobs that, like, kind of worked around that. But uh, one experience I vividly remember is um, when I was in charge of a soundboard, which, keep in mind, like, I had no experience <laughs> in that whatsoever. <laughs> Like, the most, like, technological skills I knew was to how to type really fast and maybe, like, taking some pictures. Yeah, so the first thing I'll say, Matthew, is the people that are hearing the finished product of this did not see me struggling to get this thing to record properly for an hour and a half before we started to record. So there's one way you can feel better about yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> but, yeah, of course, the only thing I knew how to do on this soundboard system was, like, turn up the volume. And that's about it, like using the faders, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And of course, like as I'm going throughout, as I'm going throughout my job, of course, uh, just like a whole bunch of people just kind of come up and they're just like, "Oh, I actually had a lot of experience in this kind of stuff. If you need any tips or pointers, or like, hey, like you know, I used to do this for like three years and whatnot." And like, of course, like it's always great to like you know have people help me and help me out with that kind of stuff. But yeah. in the back of my head, I always thought. Well, they are so much better than me. Like, they already know so much about this system. So, like, why am I in charge of this? Or, like, you know, am I good enough to be in charge of this? And so, for a while, like, I really struggled with that. Because I thought, you know, like, there could always be somebody better than me. There is somebody better than me, like, within the vicinity. But I guess kind of, like, how I dealt with it is day by day. Of course, it's it's a lot easier to just say that it's in your head. You know? Because, again, like, you just say, oh, it's all in your head. But, like... Your head is like how you see, how you view things. It's like wearing goggles that you've had for like, again, like I've had for the past 23 years mm-hmm. to just wake up one day and be like, oh, well, you know, I'll never, like, you know, I never ascertained to that, like, I guess that, that view of perfection I have where I just want to like be good enough. Yeah. To just say that is a lot harder than to live it. Absolutely. And I guess kind of like how I made it through, or at least how I believe I'm like making it through is just realizing if they would, they could. If they could, they would be here. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in this position right now. I'm the one who's doing this stuff every day. And you're willing and to learn it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I, think there's, I think there's a certain level of appropriateness and healthiness to some aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the other extreme is, is the, the worst mentality of, no, no, I got this. I know everything. I don't need your help. Yeah. So I think, I think there's definitely some some maturity of recognizing those around you that have those strengths that you can ask questions to and you can, you can use as resources. Um, and I would just say as an aside, um, man, if there are mental health professionals listening to this podcast, reach out to me because I'd love to bring you on an episode <laughs> and we can talk about these things that go on in the minds of, of college students because I, I just want to say on the outset, I'm not trained in psychology or counseling. This is just what I'm sharing to you is is learned life experience. So um, yeah, they're bringing on a, a mental health professional to diagnose you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> We're here Somebody to talk about your help. problem. Yeah. Somebody, please help. We need help with Matthew. Please help. We've hacked into your Discord calls and it's not looking good. <laughs> you either plead insanity or you're going away for forty. Years. <laughs> you go, you go far away, man. But no, I, I think. I think number one, it's it's about first to just sit back and manage expectations. Yeah. Like, is it realistic for you in this particular scenario, whether it's that specific or, or anything else, is it realistic for you to produce the product, the event, the activity, the thing exactly like those other people? Because I've experienced that. When I'm when I'm hanging out with, with colleagues of mine. And they're talking about the amazing things. As many of them, they are. They're doing amazing things at their Wesley Foundations. And, of course, my, ine- my immediate reaction is to think, well, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. supposed to be doing that. But at the same time, there's very little that we are doing here at Tarleton that any of our other campus ministries are doing. Yeah. Not, not to brag about that. I'm just saying they're different. It's not apples to apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
especially our gaming ministry. Like I've never seen that with any other, like at least not any other campus ministries around here. And it's it's fun. Really fun. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I don't know. What do you? Th- any other thoughts, Brett? What do you think? You know, I think that it's one of those things where, um, you know, obviously you see somebody way better than you in a position, but I th- think to me, I- I've just been thinking that uh, we all have to start somewhere. You know, that person better than you started at the bottom. You know, they had to, they messed up. And, you know, even if you're really good at something, you're still going to mess up sometimes, you know. That's right. For instance, I mean, the other day, <laughs> like, uh, just a couple days ago, I had uh, two pallets of concrete topple over at my oh, job. No. I had to clean it all up, but, oh, uh, no. you know, and, but, you know, you have hiccups, and obviously, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. And for progress to be made, there's got to be mistakes to be made as well. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, and I think I think I think you you take note of and you learn from the losses. Yeah. And you celebrate the dubs. Yeah. You know. And I think I think it's healthy to, you know, maybe maybe when those thoughts or those emotions start creeping in, to just kind of sit back and say, okay, well, that's the reality that I'm in, but. What are some wins that I've had lately? Yeah. On this, I I learned this about this soundboard today. Yeah. That was good. Now I don't have to learn that again. Um, oh yeah, I love that feeling. <clears throat> Just like when you finally figure it out, it's like it all wow. clicks. Exactly. Yeah, and but even more than that, it's like okay, well if I have these people around me that are really good at this, I can learn from them. Yeah. Let me go talk to them. Let get them to teach me what they know, so I don't have to keep bugging them. And and then you know. Then eventually someone's going to be coming to you say, "Hey, you're, you're the go-to guy or gal. How do I how do I do this?" Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I've definitely gotten closer to like uh, there's like another like visiting uh, coworker who came by, and like he knew so much more about yeah. the soundboard, and like just he just sat there. He's like, "Hey, can I teach you some stuff?" Absolutely. And he helped me learn a lot about what I know today. Now, keep in mind, it's still not that much, <laughs> but it's enough to keep. I know uh, how to turn it on. <laughs> and how to turn it off. But it's just like, yeah, like honestly, another part that I really liked about it is that in like asking for help and learning from people who are more like experienced, you also get to create a genuine connection with that person too. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Because I mean, like, whether it's in the job or like, you know, anywhere else, it's just like, I feel like making those genuine connections, especially like, it might just be for me, but like it's a little bit harder to do, like as you get older, yeah. for like you know in That's school right. classes and all that. Then you'll have like the same classes, same people. It's like, oh okay, you know, we're close. But then as you grow up, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. It's a lot harder. So I feel like definitely like kind of like a little side effect or something that comes from that is absolutely uh, like building a better connection. You know, I, I knew a guy years ago at a church. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, he was a coach. And he just, he always said the most, the majority of what he learned in college was simply how to find and use resources. Yep. Um, yes, you're going to get a degree. Yes, you're going to learn a lot of information about, about whatever path you're taking to for your degree plan. But there's also a lot other kinds of learning that happen in yeah. college. Social, um, <clears throat> yeah. emotional, all mm-hmm. these kind of things is... Yeah. So yeah, just take a take take inventory of the resources at your disposal, and and just develop a, a, a mentality, an outlook on life of being a learner, asking questions. Uh, yeah, there may be times where people come to you that you have answers for those questions, but ask questions because there's never going to be a moment where we've got it all figured out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Trust me, if that moment came, I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I get that. Because now I think about it too, like especially like when I first started off here at the Wesley and all that, like you know, going up into leadership oh, and all man. that. It, I mean, you you can you can attest it was it was hard. <laughs> You're pretty quiet. But, yeah, You're pretty quiet. But it all started when uh, it was that one time when like we were uh, partnering with another organization on yes. campus. Yes. Yeah. The College of Business and Administration. We were working on a Overwatch tournament. Is that what it was? Uh, Smash Bros. Smash Brothers Smash tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just remember walking in one day, just like, "Hey, 
you like video games? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to help me out with this thing. And of course, like, I had no idea what I was doing. It's the first thing for everything. But, like, honestly, it's just taking those little baby steps and, like, I just get more experience into what, you know, you're doing. Yeah. Specifically right. for me, like, you know, like those social skills. Because back then, you know, as you know, I, I definitely did not have those social skills. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, now I go speak at different churches, you know, mm-hmm. not afraid to talk or here doing our little events and whatnot. Yep. And yeah, honestly, which I do want to thank you for, you know, oh, helping sure. me like cultivate that. Cause now like, well, now I've got an internship yeah. <laughs> leading and doing all that kind of stuff. And I just imagine like thinking back to like freshman year, Matthew, <laughs> he would have never, never <laughs> no, thought about not. doing that kind of thing. No, he would not. In fact, he probably would have had a major panic attack if I had asked him. <laughs> and I probably would have retreated into my room and, and played video never games seen for you three again. days. <laughs> yeah. Matthew's like, I'm not going back to that place. They asked me to be in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? All of a sudden, virtual church doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> well, it's funny you should mention that. <laughs> because we have a Discord. You're not wrong. <laughs> Good. Good. Well, before we before we kind of move to the end, do you guys have any other thoughts, comments, questions before we before we kind of wrap this up? Not particularly, at least not for me. I guess, like especially for like any Tarleton students listening out out there, you know. Of course, I know we made jokes about it, but of course, uh, if you are a Tarleton student, do realize that you do have access to the mental health center. That's right. You know, you don't have to have, like, a big outstanding issue of mental illness. Like, if you just feel like you need some help, then don't feel afraid. Please go over there. Or, you know, if you ever need any help, of course, you talk to us. We have some resources that can get you yeah. over there, get you more acclimated to college life. Because I understand, like, sometimes life doesn't go the way we want it to. And, you know, just need really to know that does. you have access to help. Yeah, that's right. In fact, um, isn't it, is it eight free sessions? Yes. A semester? Eight is it eight? Mm-hmm. I thought it was ten. Eight oh, free sessions of, of counseling a, a semester through our con- our conference, our campus uh, counseling center. And, and uh, I would encourage any students that are listening to take advantage of that. Why would you not? Take advantage of it. They also do have massage chairs that you have unlimited <laughs> hey, access to. Yeah. So feel free to stop on by. <laughs> Matthew is not getting paid by them either, by the way. Yet. <laughs> that's really what the internship is isn't it? <laughs> hey listen you gotta you gotta improvise you gotta put your name out there you gotta be hungry weren't you studying to be a masseuse for a hot minute i thought about it for a little okay so fu- funny story funny story a while ago. so freshman year when i first came here uh <laughs> so i guess slight backstory Back when I was in high school, I was a, a student athletic trainer, but basically all that meant was I was a glorified water boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a head athletic trainer wouldn't let me do anything like tapings or anything like that because uh, she was the wife of my youth pastor. Oh, okay. So she had thought that, oh, you don't need to do any of the hard work. You can just go do inventory. <laughs> and that's what I did. All I did was organize bandages, that kind of stuff. That's boring. It was very boring until one day. I stumbled upon this uh, massage therapy book, and I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. So I read it every now and then while I was doing inventory. I had extra time and whatnot. So fast forward to me being in college. Well, I'm surrounded by people I don't know. And I don't know how I gained the confidence to do this back then, because, of course, like freshman year, Matthew was very shy. I don't know how it happened. But I was like, you know what? How am I going to make new friends? You massage. massage <laughs> so I had six, it's not seven awkward people. at all. Oh. I had six, seven people. Yeah, I saw you across right the now. way. Can I give you a massage? I, I just want to take some pictures. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I assure you, it wasn't that. It wasn't like that. Yeah. But not on the list. There's a bunch of people that went missing right around that time. <laughs> Listen, I was hungry back. Then. <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, it started off with like one person actually came from Copper's Cove. He was one of the, oh um, yeah, he was one of the football players I used to practice on back in high school. So it started off with him, and it came from like mutual people we know, and then eventually, uh, <laughs> the latest person was, <laughs> y'all remember Riley? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's how we. That's how we oh, got okay. to know each other, and okay. that's how he came to the Wesley. You know, we were both in the psychology class. He mentioned. 
he had noticed that I had this like library book for massage therapy. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, I've had this crick in my neck. And then that's where we got ourselves, one of our leadership team members. And the so. rest, as they say, is history. Some history. You never know what's <laughs> going to connect people. Yeah. Sometimes it's awkward re- requests for a massage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Man. Well, very good. Very good. Thank you. So each episode, we'll turn to social media and answer any questions that may have popped up. We don't happen to have any yet, but I would say if you have a question for for me or or Matthew or Brett or uh, or any if a comment comes up as you're thinking and listening to this episode, feel free to pop on our Facebook group, uh, Wesley group, or if you're in our Discord, pop into the the Pursuit hashtag channel and drop in some questions. Or if you just have just random curiosity for us that just you want to know more about us, like what our favorite kind of cereal is or whatever, uh, pop us a question. We'll try to touch on that in our next episode. Uh, we currently don't have any questions, but uh, drop us some questions. Well, I think that is going to be it for episode 004 of The Pursuit. Special thanks to Matthew and Brett for joining us today. Uh, Brett, any other thoughts or ponderings or anything you'd like to offer up to our followers? Uh, I don't know. and uh, Don't grab snakes uh, if you don't know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> that's very wise. Matthew, what you got? Um, that's about... Well, I do have a funny story to tell you later about... I actually picked up a uh, baby copperhead with a paddle, mind you. Oh, but, yeah, okay, yeah, I was going to yeah. say. Yes, yes. I mean, wow. not going to lie, snakes are cute, but don't yeah, pick them up. Yeah, you messaged me. You're like, what kind of snake is this? I was like, put it down. Put it down, put it down. now. <laughs> I, I almost Kill it. I almost Kill it. It, <laughs> it was kind of cute. But yeah, don't don't pick up cute snakes. Don't do that. Just unless they're, home, yeah. They ain't doing nothing to you. Yeah, same conversation as the spiders. Why? Why, why they got to be? Why, why they got to be? Why they got to be? I don't know. Why they got to be? I don't about those snakes, man, or their spiders. No. And with that, we are out. And remember, you matter. Because you matter to God, you matter to me. The world is a better place with you in it. And so I would encourage you to go out today and spread positivity and joy and change someone's world. Deuces. Deuces.